0: You are now tuned in to the Work It Podcast with author, award-winning blogger, and digital debutant Danielle Little, a.k.a. The Cubicle Chick. Get ready to be encouraged, informed, and enlightened. Take it away, Danielle.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Work It Podcast with Danielle Little of thecubiclechick.com. My passion is helping careerists and creative professionals live their best lives in a positive way. And my purpose is to enlighten, inspire, and encourage others to be their best selves. Now, I know this podcast has gone through many transitions and phases and stages since I launched back in 2013. And this year, 2020, in the year of our Lord, I wanna focus on sharing content that pushes you to go further and farther with your goals. I will be sharing my life lessons and mistakes I've made and challenges that propelled me to higher heights. So I hope you rock with me. I am just getting started. And speaking of getting started, I have with me in the house as my first guest of 2020, uh, a person who is my better half. He is my significant other. He's my boo thing. he's my ride or die, and he is just simply amazing. And since the topic of the podcast today is what's key to breaking a bad habit, I thought that he would lend well to the conversation because I want him to share the story of the bad habit that he has broken and has continued to do so for over a year. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cubes and dudes, I introduce you
0: to you mr william i dawson hello (laughs) you know what i'd like to make a habit what i would like to get on a loop just you saying 2020 i want you to keep saying (laughs) that for me why i I love it you like when i say say 2020 i like the way you work it okay yes i like it okay Mm -hmm. all
1: right well happy new year happy new year we spent a new year together our second new year together right that's right and kind of started some good habits of our own, I think. Right? Yes,
0: we started some traditions, if yeah. you will. Uh, last year we spent the New Year's Eve together, and we have a, a certain restaurant that we go to that we went to last year and this year. Yeah. Next year we have to sort of go to another city <laughs> and try to choose a, that restaurant in that city. Because yeah. I like traditions, they're good.
1: I do, and I like traditions with you.
0: Yeah, they become so, habits, good habits.
1: Good habits. Ooh. So let's talk about some not so good habits. Ungood, I like
0: Ungood. to Ungood, yes. like
1: some bad habits. So, you know, it's the beginning of the year, but whether it's the beginning of the year or the middle of the year, or whatever. And I tell people all the time, you don't have to wait to the beginning of the year to like make changes in yourself. You can do that anytime. But of course the top of the year is just because it's like a brand new start. It's the first of the year. You know, you, you usually write down, I don't know if you call them resolutions or changes or goals or manifestos or whatever, but there was a, there was something that you, a habit that you broke and you didn't wait to the beginning of the year to break it you broke it kind of in the middle of the year and I want you to share your story story with the listeners because I think it could help them start wherever it is wherever they want to start and whatever it is they want to do so tell us the story about the habit that you broke when it came to soda and bubbly drinks and giving that up and like changing your whole lifestyle with that
0: picture it Sicily 2018 (laughs) No, I I was someone who was, I wouldn't say addicted, but I was someone who had to have ginger ale like yeah. that, and it, not just as a mixer, not just as an elixir, not as medication. It was something that I had to have, and I drank it like any someone else would drink water. So I was, I was on that ginger ale train, and I didn't want to get off. Uh, but uh, September second, two thousand eighteen. I, I, I want to hold that date in infamy because that's the last time I've had any kind of carbonated uh, beverage. Like I've, I've had that, I, I, that day, it was Labor Day weekend and the day before your birthday, uh, <laughs> I was sitting in a, in a diner and I ordered an all-American meal. So I had the cheeseburger, I had the fries, and I ordered a Coca-Cola. Um, and since that day, That was the last time, it felt like it was like somebody's last meal or something, Mm but that was the last time I had uh, any kind of carbonated anything, and it was because the next day I was starting a boot camp, and I knew that I wanted to uh, do better, so I knew that drinking ginger ale, it always left me bloated, always left me, you know, just feeling heavy Mm -hmm. for some reason, so I knew that that was one of the things I wanted to get rid of, so I went cold turkey after that day.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what was it about stopping the ginger ale or drinking soda? Was it because you were starting the boot camp or was it just like you just knew that you just had to make that change?
0: Well, I I've wanted to do it for a while. And like I said, I just had to have it all the time. So I figured if I was starting this and a nutritionist that was at the boot camp actually backed it up even after I made the decision, uh, they said that it's, it's good to get rid of those sodas because they didn't do, do anything really healthy no. for you. So uh, if you're starting a boot camp, uh, you want your body to be fully in rhythm with you. So giving up things that weren't healthy were probably good for you. So that me wanting to do it and then them confirming that I made the right decision uh, helped me go forward. And you know what they say, it takes 21 days mm-hmm. to make something a habit. And so those first three weeks were not easy. It was a six-week boot camp. Those first three weeks weren't easy because I found myself wanting it, but um, not having it in the house and uh, my body aching from doing the uh, boot camp uh, routines, uh, it helped me stay focused.
1: Yeah. So those of you who are listening who may or may not know, my vice for some people it's liquor or alcohol or some people uh it's going to the club every weekend like everybody has a vice right my vice is coca-cola i love coca-cola i'm not gonna say i love soda because i don't like all sodas i love coca-cola and there was a time in my life where i did not drink it for six and a half months and then i picked it back up and i started so what is the key to longevity when it comes to breaking a habit because you have been able to do it for going on a year and a half and i salute you and i applaud you because i'm with you a lot and you are just like water please water please like anytime we go out to eat it's always water he may drink a drink tea but 90 percent of the time it's water and so how do you how have you been able to do it for so long even after the boot camp was over and i mean we're talking about a year and a half now
0: well it, was, it was, like i said before it takes 21 days to make something a habit so uh, it was not easy at first but i knew that i wanted change now i had spent the year and a half before that um looking 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 like a whale Like i'm not gonna lie like i had ballooned up 235 pounds and I have a thin frame so that weight did not look good on me and I don't blame myself for that because you know when you're going good you're going to eat good and you're going to do things that make you feel good mm-hmm. but I blame my friends uh, for not oh telling God. me that I look terrible <laughs> I, I mean I mean It didn't look healthy, but it it was something when you look at yourself, you really can't see it, but you have a circle around you, and granted, I couldn't fit through that circle because I was fat, but you have a circle that's supposed to be able to tell you when uh, you're not going good, and so when I look back at photos, it was like whale on the beach, like it was not flattering at all. Mm -hmm. So remembering that, and thinking about how the soda or ginger ale was the stuff that might have bloated me along with my other vice which is bread Mm -hmm. Um, so going that coupled with the boot camp helped me to break that habit like if it was something where I was just I said I was gonna do it then the next day I'm just laying around yeah or on an airplane going somewhere Mm -hmm. then that probably wouldn't have lasted at all and that's what helped me stay off of it because I probably would have slipped up if it wasn't for the boot camp itself.
1: Mm-hmm. So what did you do to break the habit? Is there something that you did on an everyday basis? Because I know one of the things people say when you're attacking habits is you got to take it one day at a time. And we've talked about that. Is there anything mentally or emotionally um, that you did? I know physically you weren't going to the boot camp. So you were a physical reminder of, hey, don't, you know, you're 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 training your body good now so don't go back to training it bad but was there any other
0: any other indicators that helped you break that habit well you know physically like you said i had uh the exercises that i was doing the routines. but mentally you gotta put something in front of you you gotta dangle like a carrot so Mm -hmm. in my mind that carrot was feeling better feeling lighter uh since i've given up uh the soda um I just feel better. I feel better. Okay. Um, another thing that was bad for me was bread. Like I have to have bread all the time. A lot of that hasn't changed. But for those six weeks, I gave it up. And what I did is like every three weeks, I would dangle something in front of me as an incentive, mm-hmm. as a reward. And it wasn't, if I was eating bagels before, now I say, well, all right, well, maybe I'll get some bagel things, right? So okay. that would be my treat quote unquote, yeah. after those three weeks. So I wanted to make it so I wasn't going to drive myself crazy trying to stay away from. Mm-hmm. But if I gave myself an incentive, which was the healthy equivalent to, then that that's what kept me motivated to continue to do it. And so after that six weeks, I was already on my way because that's more than 21 days. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. What tips do you have to help others like myself because you know that I've got a bad soda habit I've got to at least have one a day How? what tips can you give us give me to help break bad habits
0: well you know One Day at a Time was not just an excellent 70s sitcom that got reborn on Netflix no it's also a, a, a state of mind like it's something that you need to do in order to start like you have to just start you're going to slip up like i know like you said you gave it up for half a year and then whatever happened was what made you go back to it i
1: went on a cruise okay
0: so but but <laughs> but the fact that you did it means that your mindset was there like mm-hmm. it could it, it was something extreme like i see that made you give it up but or it made you stop doing it but you did it you one day at a time you You took one day at a time and you got all the way to six months so that's what I tell anybody you have to start somewhere it might not be a boot camp that gets you going but if it's a bad habit or anything um, like that is toxic in your life that you Mm -hmm. want to get rid of it's, it's a bad habit for a reason just start one day at a time take it and eventually you will convince yourself your mind will tell you that it is time to get past it so you mentioned
1: incentives like you had an incentive built in Um, I know in the past when there's been certain goals I wanted to reach I also would have an incentive for me to to reward myself for doing meeting that goal Um, what other tips or techniques could you share with us that help like maybe having an accountability partner someone else to work with someone else
0: to encourage you well I you know it, it was seeing the results and not just me seeing the results, but I, I, I was with my niece at the time in Charlotte and she did not start when I did. But once she saw the results, once I saw the results, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, this is something that I can do. Like I, I look better. I feel better. I feel lighter. Um, and so that not only encouraged me to keep going, to make it a way of life. Yeah. Now, granted, I did not go to another boot camp. And I probably could count on two hands how yeah. many times I've been to a gym since then. But what I can tell you is that that start made me want to uh, improve on the results. Mm-hmm. When I did the boot camp, I lost maybe 15 pounds in those six weeks, which was huge because like I said, started off at 2 20, 235 and I got all the way down to 220 or 2 or yeah, 215, two right? Okay. So I said, all right, so that's a start. And so then what I continued to do is no more soda, no ginger ale. Um, I curbed my bread enthusiasm. Um, I also, the third thing I did, and this is what I tell everybody who's asked me, Mm -hmm. because I eventually lost 35 pounds. So I got down to 200, and then I wanted to go further. So my my extreme low was 192, right? Okay. Probably right now I'm hovering around 200 because of the holidays, Mm -hmm. and I did not hurt myself at all. But the third thing I did to really make sure that I was um, seeing the results and keeping the results was not eating after a certain time. Okay. like um, I've, I've gone through a lot of time zones in the last year and a half, but what I always try to do no matter where I was is not eat after okay. seven o'clock. I took it to the extreme even in LA when I was in Los Angeles on the west coast I said I'm not eating after 4 o'clock like I'm gonna make sure that I'm not doing anything so my body Mm -hmm. is tricked into thinking that it's okay to eat at this time Mm -hmm. so I've tried to stay steadfast with that Uh, don't eat after a certain time no more soda uh, chill on the bread which is probably why I'm hovering around 200 now (laughs) Um, and also what I did to compensate for the no soda for a decade, almost a decade, I wasn't eating red meat. I had stayed away from red meat uh, religiously. I had a bad experience when I was in San Francisco, and so once I gave up the soda, in order I convinced myself because I was working out and because I was doing boot camp that it was all right to eat red meat again. And so now I'm I'm Burger Man. Like I I can't get enough. Burgers, you know. Every time we go out, there's a burgers on the on the menu. I'm gonna look for it. Burgers. If we at a high end place, I'm gonna get a steak. But it's always red meat now. So I think that took the place of the soda for me, and my body could take it, break it down better. Mm -hmm. So it helped me maintain uh, what I started over those six
1: weeks. So what does it feel like to be ginger ale soda free for? Over a year, going on a year and a half. What does that
0: feel like for you? You know, it's funny. You you wouldn't know it, but because I didn't feel bad when I was doing it, but you just feel lighter. You know, you feel less bloated, um, and you don't have really a taste for bubbles like you did. Like mm-hmm. I was always belching, and thought that was a good thing. Like, oh, my body's recovering. You know, my body's saying thank you. No, it's not. So now, like you said before, I did not give up alcohol. I was uh, ginger ale mixer and alcohol, I would always do a mule, so it was a ginger ale, a ginger beer, but now I'll just do uh, bourbon, which I'm a bourbon and mm-hmm. but right now I'll just do bourbon on the rocks, um, that cuts out a lot of the sugar uh, from the drinks, so that's less sugar, uh, no soda means less sugar, so I've, uh, I've just tried to do that instead.
1: Yeah, well I will tell you as somebody that has spent a lot of time with you over this past year everything that you're saying is you're dead on the, the eating before a certain time. Like he, this brother does not eat after, after a certain time, even during the holidays. I don't think that he has eaten. Uh, maybe when my grandma made you, <laughs> I kept making him plates of food yes. on Christmas city. Oh, maybe. Um, but yeah, you have just, I wanted you on this particular episode with me because it's one thing to read off what experts say, beating a habit. But I've had this one habit that I just cannot break. And I see you and you've been able to break yours and you don't even want it anymore. And so you just inspired me. And today is going to be the last day that I drink a soda. So I'm gonna have a soda today. I've already bought a little 16 ounce soda when we were at the store, but today is it. And I'm going to really lean on him to help keep me accountable.
0: To this. All right, let me let me talk it because you talked about accountability yeah. things, and I promised that I will be yours. Yeah. But the event that I am not here, what we need to do is talk to the checkout lady <laughs> and checkout guys at yeah. our local supermarket because they can hold you accountable to. Them. Now, if you tell them that you don't want to do this, like uh-huh. if you tell them that you're this is something you want to do, they will not do like they did today and hand you that that Coca Cola mm-hmm. in your hand instead of putting it in the bag and saying, "I know you want it." So they can the fact that they were, you're an enabler today can mean that they can be your accountability partner tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think if we encourage them, then you will have a village, a team, and I'm not here with you, just to make sure that you're (laughs) holding fast, just to make sure that you you get a good habit out of this. Mm -hmm.
1: I need that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. With the people, For sure. I feel like they will find it useful. Where can people continue to connect with you online and socially?
0: Well, you know, I talked about it today. So if you want to see when I was away on the beach, you can <laughs> go to my Instagram. It's Dawson Inc. At Dawson Inc. D A W S O N I N K. So I'm a writer. So you always think of ink with a writer, a pen. So it's Dawson Inc. You can see I ballooned up to 235. And then you'll see the side by side of me down to 195. So, uh, uh, there um i have a podcast called dawson eats america so uh dawson eats america.com and also I, I cover black pop culture on dawson writes america so you can go to dawson america.com as well
1: okay thank you boo
0: of course
1: Boo. <laughs> <laughs> and where can you find me well i am all over social media at the cubicle chick that's instagram twitter Um, Facebook pretty much everywhere Pinterest it's going to be at the cubicle chick and then if you want to get um inspiration for working moms and working parents you can go to thecubiclechick.com if you want to get some behind the scenes aspects at how to be a, a dope entrepreneur and how to make money um being an influencer being a blogger um being a content creator you can go to daniellelittle.com that's d-a-n-y-e-l-l-e little l-i-t-t-l-e.com and that's it so we will be back i think i'm gonna have will back on for another episode (laughs) because i want to talk to him about some best practices for creatives in 2020 so stay tuned for that conversation and i think we're out any last word for our guests
0: uh you can do it because a lot of people say it but i can do it you can do it but no it's true because i am the king of procrastination so really just taking that first step coupled Mm -hmm. uh with the boot camp helped me break my habit but it could be anything like you said this is your last soda or whatever it is you can do it but you just have to take that first step
1: take the first step guys all right we will see you next time with another work it podcast stay blessed
0: for more tips and best practices for your career and life, visit thecubiclechick.com and follow her on Twitter at The